0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this, and welcome to the show where the actual ceiling is the roof. Um, I completely understand Mike, where he was coming from when he said that. We are tuned into another episode, It's a Black and White Thing. I am one half of the dynamic duo A1. You can call me Carlos. You can also call me Dan. Um, You can check out each and every episode of It's a Black and White Thing at, at iTunes, excuse me. You can go to SoundCloud.com backslash Brains and Bars to check us out there as well, AmpedEntertainment.net, our Twitter and our Facebook, at Brains and Bars. Search us out there. Follow us on Twitter, like us, and share the page at Facebook. Um, As always, we're in the MMP slash Clear Ear Studios with the homie Trent. Also, I do a radio show every Wednesday, Saturday evening, 645 to 715 p.m. with Mr. Marvin at 95.3 KCPZ Kansas City. It is called The Sports Disciples. You can find that on your Google Play or um, Apple iTunes app by searching Praise 95 if you're not in the Kansas City area. Also, artists, we're starting this this week. If you have music, you want us to kind of preview, shout you out, give you some props, um, send us some music. Make sure it's clean, though, because we're a family-friendly show. We try to be family-friendly. So make sure it's a clean version, edited version. If you got get your, give us like the radio edits. Like nobody does radio edits anymore. We're like they used to like you know. um, I'm trying to think. Uh, The last radio edit I remember hearing was Hill Figure Rich from on uh, Problems from uh, ASAP Rocky. He he's the word is Rich N word.
1: um, something, something and They rich, changed the words. And for, they changed the
0: heel figure, rich. Um, but radio edits used to so send us some radio edits. Back
1: in the day, like when I first found out that it wasn't everybody, everybody get your roll on. Like I thought that's all <laughs> it was. Everybody get your roll Yo. on. Exactly. Uh, and then you listen to it on a CD, you like everybody get your mother. I'm like oh whoa yeah, whoa. Yeah. So I
0: bought Drake's. Um, <laughs> if nothing was the same because my wife always like gets on me for like buying the dirty version or the you know mm-hmm. the explicit version. I should say. Because she's like, it's hard for me to listen to it with all this cussing. in it. So I bought nothing was the same clean version. And when we took our retreat to Vegas and I was hearing like the actual version, <laughs> <laughs> like I was rapping along with it and I was like, hey, wait a minute. That, wait, that's not what that says in my version. Uh-oh. But now, nah, but as always, I'm joined by the good homie
1: A-Ward was good, man. What's goody, good, 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 y'all? A-Ward, a.k.a. Holly Ward, a.k.a. Ritz the Cracker. It's um, a my a homie uh A1 aka Dan reminded me of that this week. That's funny. Um, that was one of my Twitter handles. But yeah, check me out. I am Award.com. Go there, click on any of the links, any of the tabs. You can find all my social media hyperlinks, you can find the battles, you can find music, um, or if I'm gonna be in your city anytime soon, because apparently I'm a busy booked man these days, and it sucks. But it's cool too. So um that's what's going on in my life man what's been up
0: Nothing uh, not much not much man just um happy to be here like we've been we've tried to do this episode a couple of times man. um you know you know you were sick and then somebody went got selfish on us and decided to go on a marriage retreat because he wanted to focus on his marriage instead of you know actually recording bro
1: that um, is the, the definition podcast. of selfish selfish like it, is if, it though is it really it really is, is the if you, like of selfish if you say to your homie right and you say hey does Saturday sound like a good day? And he's like, you know what? That's a great day. And then the next day he says, Saturday's not gonna work because I gotta go to a marriage retreat. I feel like his priorities are not in right.
0: Our- and they had you on the wait list, which means they didn't want you there to begin with, right? Like they just kind of, they just kind of just said, well, Dang y'all, you can't call. Like, I'm pretty sure they called around to try
1: to see who else was available. There is an, Like, you
0: really want to invite them?
1: There is an epidemic going on in this world right now, and it, it's not divorce. It's the fact that there's not enough podcast episodes that are going out. And I think that we should all understand that <laughs> podcast episodes are imperative to making America great. Great again? Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trump it supporter. Also, okay. it also, I didn't say again, so I'm not a Trump supporter. Okay. Making America great. <laughs> all right. Also, studies
0: have shown that marriages that have podcast episodes that come out Mm -hmm. last at least 50% longer than those who do not.
1: And 65% of every statistics are made up.
0: You know what? I accept
2: all of that knowledge and those facts humbly, and I will do better next time. I will no longer put my marriage before this podcast and that's, and that's problem, the kind of
0: teamwork we like to hear
1: I will make that is teamwork that's right what there. i like to hear right there that's like a work. 30 second timeout, and you just get re-energized you know yep. and you're just ready to go execute yep 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 i feel good right now let's do it let's, let's do, do it I'm, I'm hype all right cool <laughs> so as always we listen to the show we
0: start off the show by getting into what um i learned over the past week um and so i learned a couple of things first of all number one um i watched a show called nashville <laughs> um, Nashville is like um, Empire, but good. I um, <laughs> said it's Empire, but good. <laughs> um, it is. It, it. I mean, it. It technically is like the reverse Empire in terms that it's mostly an all white cast. There's one. There's normally like a revolving door of black people who are on the show right now. I like having Like the black persons on the show. You know what? Let for people who get upset. I the problem I have with Empire is the writing is really bad.
1: Um, so there was a battle. You route. know what? That is not the first time the writing has been really bad for something called The Empire. Wow.
2: And we get off started with a bang. I love it. Hey, this is Brains and bars. It was good. It was Brains and bars. The bars were good. It it hurt a little bit, and I loved it. I loved it. I approve. I approve that message.
1: your itinerary. Let's go. But anyway,
0: um, but again, my problem with Empire is the writing is bad. So there's battle rap, right? There's a battle rap scene in um, like the first season of Empire. I ended up hate watching it with my wife and like criticizing it, and she was like, "Just go upstairs." And so there's a battle rap scene where they're rapping to a beat. So it's like it was like uh, Lee Daniels watched Eight Mile that day. Yeah, and was like, "Oh yeah." So they battle rap with music, and so they were battle rapping with music, which nobody the, does. The son, the son, and I lied to you. Not you can probably go find this on YouTube. The son steps up to the rap battle. He is he's gay. And so like he is attacked for his sexual orientation in the in the guy's rap, right? He steps up to the mic and pause. I'm going to pause myself ahead of time mm-hmm. here. He goes,
1: "I'm gay. <laughs> I'm so thankful. I'm I'm so thankful that you told me that you were going to pause yourself ahead of time. Yo! This is how he starts off his verse. That's how he starts Listen, off his verse. if any time in, this is episode 29. If there has ever been any time in 29 episodes that I wish you guys could actually see <laughs> what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, yo, that's how he starts off his verse. Now, this is like
0: I was like, Tierra, why are you? You, like this you, is this is ridiculous.
2: Uh, you do know I have the capability just to isolate that one <laughs> clip, right? <laughs> can you, you do, can you mix you that to so? be? <laughs> you can do you? know I'm gonna isolate that, right? Okay.
0: Okay. But I mean, like, so again, the, uh, my problem with Empire is the writing. I love the actors on there. Brashir Gray, who was uh Mike Davis on on the uh new edition biopic, loved him. So anyway, Nashville, right? Nashville is it was on ABC. Um, it got temporarily canceled. Country Music Television, CMT picked it up. It is airing for its fifth season. The reason I started watching this show is Connie Britton. I'm in love with Connie Britton. Connie Britton of Spin City is my first introduction to her. Um, I actually watched the first season of American Horror Story because she was in it. Um, I am in love with Connie Britton, right? This is why I started watching the show. Um, Hayden Pantier is also there of Heroes fame. Um, She's also on that show as well. And she died. If you haven't watched it by now, I mean, it's your fault. Connie Britton um, dies on Nashville. And I was like, like, it was heartbreaking in the moment for, I mean, because the way the scene played out, but also it was heartbreaking just because, like, she's the reason I watched the show. And I tweeted them and said, guys, when does this stop being sad? Like, when does it stop? When does the hurt stop? When does this this pain, this hole in my heart stop? Because you took away, like, my, the reason I watched the show. You took it away from me. You tweeted them. I did tweet them. I was upset. I was not happy with this with this, with these turn of events. Like you don't you don't what are you doing? Um so I am watching a Connie Brittonless show and I'm still hurt. Like I'm still broken inside from losing her off the show. That's pretty um, upsetting.
1: That just happened this past week? Uh the like so week before. Week yeah. before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like this past week was um, them trying to pick up the pieces. And I mean, like, it's it's super, like, bro, like, it almost made me cry. Like, people talk about This Is Us and how they cry a lot watching This Is Us. There was an episode where the daughter's trying to sing at, at the Grand Ole Opry in a tribute to her, and she breaks down in tears. And I'm like, dang, I can't be crying, man. I can't be crying. It almost got me. It almost got me. Like, I, it, um, it like it started to well up, like, right here. And then, like, my <laughs> wife was crying. I was like, nah, I can't cry. I can't. We both can't yeah, be here Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a good look.
1: Yeah. You know, if you both start crying, you might as well just go to a couple's retreat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you, you, might as well just <laughs> you might as well just find your way on to a marriage retreat. <laughs> but yeah, so
0: I'm still broken inside over Connie Britton um leaving Nashville. Um the other thing that I learned this week, um, and this was really, this happened on Sunday. I don't know where the race happened at. <laughs> um, but uh I watched the clip joy logano and kyle bush were racing it was the end of the race i think Mm -hmm. it's the last lap Um, they're jockeying for position for third place uh coming into turn four uh it appeared that joy logano wrecked um kurt bush or kyle bush on purpose to end the race and kyle bush is mad he goes to go seek out joy he finds joy and then once he finds Joey he uh appears to take a swing at him he might i think he, he lands
1: I, it kind yeah it looked like it didn't land flush but it definitely looked caught jaw into the neck area
0: so the problem with that is he didn't have his people with him no um when i sent the clip out to a ward i was like hey Kyle is bought it cuz he went into enemy territory he went and got into joey's uh face took a punch but then joey's team took over yes like they threw joey back like now nah, we got this yes and they proceeded to give him the beats.
1: They did, and they were all wearing yellow.
0: They're all wearing yellow, So There was hard.
1: absolutely no clue who's on whose team.
0: I, it was Pennzoil or some type of yeah. gas company was beating up the Eminem dude.
1: Yeah, and all you know is that Kyle Bush. Wait, Kyle Bush is the one that walked into it, right?
0: Kyle Bush yeah. walked into it.
1: Kyle Bush left bleeding. Left bleeding. Yes. Like one of the dudes
0: pulled an dominican sue. Like when he's getting up off the off the pile. He he takes his left foot and just kind of like, he's getting up, he's just like, and gives a little bit of a a, a stomp to okay. some part of Kyle's body. And if I was Kyle, the thing that I learned is that I would need a new crew. Yeah. I would need an entirely new crew. You know, you saw what this dude did to me. You saw me got the car heated. And then one cat followed him to the fight. Bro. There was
1: one Eminem's dude, and he ain't want none of that action. When your race car driver is headed to another pit area, and he is walking like he's about to miss a flight. Like... <laughs> When I tell you, like, he wasn't just chilling. He was on that, like, I don't want to run in the airport, but, like, let me hastily get to this. Pit. Like, you got to start walking behind him. Like, like where is.
0: Where bro? are you going?
1: He was on the ground for a good minute and nobody was still behind him. And it's like, well, again, his one homie who
0: went with him was not jumping into the pile no. to save him. He saw all them pencil yellow hands and start punching. And he b- was like, hey, wait, wait, fellas, hold on. Can we talk about this? Wait, do you, Wait well, Kyle, Kyle Bush
1: didn't say nothing.
0: He just walked up and swung. Walked up and swung. He and, did
1: not go there and say, hey, man, you wrecked me, this, that, and the other, push shove, nothing. He just walked right up to Miss and swung. And proceeded to catch the beats. Caught the <laughs> And proceeded to catch the like beats. Like a kid getting Dre headphones on Christmas. <laughs> he caught the beats. Caught the beats. <laughs> and then he did the
0: only thing that a person does once they ca- catch the beats is to pre- pretend to act all indignant like he wanted some more. Like, he wanted to continue the fight, and he's just like, nah, man, just go ahead and take that And the L. old NASCAR
1: official that was, like, pushing him back, like, he was like, come on. Yo, but that dude was huge. He was big. Like, when he
0: came in, the fight stopped. Stop. It's over. It's over. Like, man. But, yeah, that's what I learned this week, that, that Kurt needs to fire his entire crew for not coming, especially the cat who didn't jump in there and try to protect him once they all jumped in. Like, he definitely, he got to be the first one on the fire squad to go. Facts. But, yo, that's what I learned this week, man. Next up, as always, we got what A-Ward
1: is looking forward to. What you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to uh, the race this uh, weekend. (laughs) 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 No, but another thing I want to say about that is um, NASCAR loves that. They love that. This is why they love that. They love it because it didn't happen on the track. It happened in the pit stop after the race, and it was totally on the drivers. Because they don't have any fault for it, and all we're doing is talking about NASCAR right now. Yep. So all it does is boost ratings for NASCAR. Everybody's like watching like all the replays and stuff like that and they're like, "Look, we didn't have nothing to do with it." Hey, hold up. Shout out, hold up. If you watch the video too,
0: you can see them doing you can see the whoever won the race is doing donuts like right behind them. Yeah. Um you can also see that there's a pit reporter who's like who was who you can't you don't know what he's saying, but it looks like he's doing the equivalent of fight Fight. Guys, guys, fight. They're fighting. Get over here quickly. (laughs) Like, it is, there is so much going on in this video. And then shout out to diversity, because then the black guy shows up out of nowhere, who has no credential. Like, that guy could just have been roaming pit row. Like, he didn't like he was a part of nobody's team. He had on plain white button-up shirt. Black guy shows up, and you know he's going to embellish the story. Yeah, man, you know, I jumped in there, and I grabbed, it was eight (laughs) of them dudes all on Kyle head. I jumped in there and said, hey, 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 we ain't going to have none of that here today. We're going to have none of that here today. We have none of this fighting. I got them all off Kyle, man. You know, he had a little scratch on his head or whatever. But I broke it up all by myself, boy. You should have seen me, man. do You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but yo, yeah. there's
1: a lot going on in that fight, man. A lot, man. man. A lot. But yeah, um, but what I'm looking forward to this week, obviously, this is quote unquote to anybody that's not from the South like myself. I don't know if you would consider it as well. Um. The greatest um, time, the greatest week of sports, collegiate sports of the year is what they say. Yep, yep. Um, Myself and Paul Feinbaum, we would both disagree with you. Um, And we would say that opening week of college football is the greatest week um, of the year for collegiate sports. But this week is the beginning starting Tuesday with the play-in games and Thursday and Friday, March Madness. I love March Madness. I'm looking forward to March Madness. I'm off this week. First time in probably, I would say, 10 years that I have the days off. Like I don't have to worry about the app and if it's updated, the whole boss button. You remember the the boss button that all of a sudden turns the screen into a spreadsheet and stuff? Like I don't have to worry about that. I'm off. I'm in Texas all week. Um, I'm going to enjoy basketball. Looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to what I just found out earlier today, is there is an Album dropping this week by the homie Cartez Marcel. Hey, hey, Cartez Marcel is one of the, I guess, um, up and coming. You could consider him that, but he's, I mean, he's kind of been around for a while. But um, uh, Christian hip hop artist is in Kansas City. Very talented dude. Very talented dude. He has a um, album coming out Friday, or excuse me, an EP coming out Friday called Over Moons. Um, Just like a flat out good rapper. Yep. yep, Is that right? Over moon, yeah, that, that's what it's called, man. Over moon, that's what it's called. Um, and just yeah, flat out good rapper, man. Um, I'm looking forward to that this week, and um, more uh, free agency as far as NFL football is concerned. Cordero Patterson, I don't think is signed with anybody, so obviously I follow former Tennessee Vols. And he should. Um, oh yeah, if we got a we had a special. We guest don't have to him. worry about our special guest here because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's started off disrespectful. Um, speaking facts. <laughs> but yeah, Cordero Patterson, you know, needs to sign. Uh, Jamal Charles, we have Adrian Peterson, a lot of big name. Um, but we'll get into that later, I'm sure. So
0: speaking of that, I think Trent put into the group um, as a joke that Jamal Charles signed with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. He's visiting the Seahawks right now. Yeah. He's in Seattle. So, I mean, you know, maybe he had an inside source there. <clears throat> but you prophecy. By the way, we do uh, we do have a special guest in the building tonight. Indeed. Ricky um, is here tonight. Uh, shout out, Ricky! What's going on? What's good,
1: Ricky. You know what we normally do at this point in time, right? Um, our special guest, we ask them to shout out their social media. let yep. them know where you can find them and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yep. I'm going to do this time, for Twitter purposes only, is I'm going to ask at Mike Lowry the Third not to shout out his uh, his social media, especially if you are a Christian man. Yeah. Who is trying
0: to maintain your purity.
1: Covenant eyes. <laughs> if you have covenant eyes. Hey, man, like straight up, like you got to
0: you have to make sure that when you get on Twitter, especially thankfully, my desk is not like, you know, in the middle somewhere or. Oh, yeah. You know, because you get on Twitter sometimes and like if he's it, depending on where it shows up and if Mike Lowry is the
1: first thing on your your Twitter feed is like you just never know. Now mind What you're you going to get. Ricky is one of my best friends. This is a solid guy, a great guy. Good guy. Um, good guy. Ladies, single guy. Yep, you no. Know, yep, um, yep. I mean, just works hard. Like, one of my best friends. Like, what he retweets doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the time in which he retweets it is what, what, what surprises me. 9.47 this morning, I'm at work. Yo. <laughs> 9.47. Like, like, bro, it's not, it's, like, the cats ain't even had their coffee yet. If McDonald's <laughs> is still serving breakfast, <laughs> I shouldn't have to see that. You know. With that yeah. being said, Ricky, say hi to to, to the listeners.
2: Y'all disrespectful, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's good? It's good to have you, man. It's good to have you. Fins up. Hey. Although the other part,
0: too, is he put on Twitter, how come all the black people are all the ones asking me for the hookups? <laughs> for a discount, yeah, I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo, I'm done. Like, I'm not asking you for nothing now. I'm playing four retail to this. going forward. Like, my pride won't allow me to ask you for a hookup now. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. He was like, "How come all my black friends are only ones that asking like me?" Random, for discount? like random black people from Best Buy just walk up and say, "Hey,
1: what can I get? What can I get on this?" I was like, uh, "It's twenty nine ninety nine. What do you mean? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but what can I really get?
1: Twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, you can get tax with that as well. <laughs> Thirty two twenty three. I got to okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Touche, touche. Like I have no comeback for that. Like so that he wasn't. T- he wasn't talking
1: about his friends. He was talking about the general public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this random black. Dang, that is so like us though. Although, you know what, let me, no, I think that is a universal thing. That is not, it is No, not. but the
1: listeners got to understand the context of where he works. You know, Ricky, you know, works in Overland Park at 119th and Metcalf. So there's some comfort there, you know. They walk in, they see Ricky over there. They're like, you know what?
3: Yeah,
2: he
1: might be. One of us. Be.
2: Yeah, he's, he's, he's half at least. Hey, you know <laughs> what? I am not going to lie. If I go to a place that I'm not familiar with, or a restaurant that I'm not, I'm iffy about. If I see another one of us in the building, I'd be like, "Okay, okay we okay, we can be here." We can be here. We can stop here because I see that the demographic is uh, is conducive to my my nature being here. But if I if I roll up in Eudora or Eudora, not Eudora. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chanute. Or, you know, Chanute, and I don't ah. see any any pepper in the salt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that may be some issues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, stupid. that's funny, y'all! Are and what's dumb. funny is if you're an avid listener of the podcast, you probably just heard the interview that A One did with Chaz. Yeah, our and Chaz cuts head. Ricky's hair. Yep, yep. Um, and Chaz also goes to Ricky to get discounts at Best Buy. So, <laughs> 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 hey,
0: the one thing Cheese will tell you how to get something on a discount. Like, I don't know if that's the barbershop world coming into play right there, but he knows. Like, if you need something. You hit him up, and like you, if you in a pinch, he'll be able to direct you. Like, yo, go to this person. I he know got a guy. You. He's I know a, I a know guy. guy. Yep, he's like the wolf in um, and what's the name of that movie? In Pulp Fiction, like <laughs> he he can get you what you need. Ah, <laughs> uh, shout out to Isaiah uh, in Christ Pushers. Ain't that I got what Whoa. you need? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey, that used
1: to be the joint. Yeah, the joint. yeah, yeah. But uh, anything else, man? You looking forward to? Um, no, no, that's a, that, that's about it, man. Basketball, um i was gonna i had written down if we were gonna do the podcast last week the track and field national championships um because tennessee had a guy who actually ended up winning two national championships last year in track and field 60 meters and 200 meters um christian coleman so congratulations to him that's one of the things i was looking forward to but he kind of passed so but no that's about it all right cool so um once again like we
0: talked about in the month of march we're going to start previewing music uh for you guys to check out so Um, The first joint we got coming up is going to be from the good homie, They Call Me Sauce, a.k.a. Sauce Remix, a.k.a. Sauce Rondo. Um, And this joint is called Time to Eat from his new project. dropped. It's been a few months since it came out, but Soul Food 3 is a dedication to black women. So this is Time to Eat, and you're listening to It's a Black and White Thing with A-1, A-Ward, and the homie Ricky in the building, and also DJ Trey.
3: So for three. I'm back. Look, look. Look, this sound like C4, and I won't stop, i am need more yeah. And I know we way up, tell the police they can keep score yeah. Take this to a trap house and let it slap on each floor My fist up for Freddie Gray and telling dope boys they can be more Christ all in my decor, liberation all in my furnace Black women on each wall, my bookshelf is a journey, journey. To a world full of knowledge, once you get it you got it Whenever you use it, make sure that you polish Sauce all in my faucet, running all in my kitchen and it smell like heaven. Somebody mama up in it, and she whipping. So full, and she'll feed you, even if she don't know you. So full three is so smooth now. Let the bass guide you. Breakdowns gonna move, melodies to pop, and the snaps do too. The piano so turn. I pray that you learn something from this flow. It's almost time to eat. Let's go, let's go now. Let the
0: bass. Welcome guide back you. to It's a Black and White Thing. Once again, that was the homie, Uh they call me Sauce. Time to eat from Soul Food 3. That joint is super nice. Let the bass guy you. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, like that joint nice. slaps. um You can find him at Bandcamp. I think if you search, they call me Sauce. SKA, formerly known as. SKA, formerly known as. I'm trying to think what Sauce Remix,
1: choice. Sauce Rondo. I
0: gotta look up his Twitter. Like, I gotta make sure I get all of his stuff right. So we'll make sure before the show's out, we'll get you because we'll be playing. Music from They Call Me Sauce all episode long. Um, give a little snippets here and there. Um, so, you know, again, that joint is called Time to Eat from his new project, Soul Food 3. Um, so next up on the docket, we're going to get into the NFL, right? Because, you know, NFL has been free agency kicked off and um, it was crazy. So, again, we were, we were going to do this show the day of free agency. Um, and the money, like, was kind of flying fast and furious there. Um, and I think the most shocking thing from that day, I mean, is it the Mike, not not Mike Lennon, because Mike Lennon was Friday. Um, was it the trade that the Browns did?
1: Browns trade? Yeah, Brock I Osweiler? Had, I think it had to be that trade. Um, yeah, it was just, I mean, it was the talk of every sports show, you know, just the fact that the Texans were able to, get that off of the books seamlessly and the Browns being the Browns that they are um, were there to oblige (laughs) and that was like an NBA deal like you see that in NBA where they kind of have like
0: normally it's an expiring contract that they're looking to unload and they're looking to get some draft picks or looking to get something for it. well you see like I know Joe Smith is kind of the name that's always tossed around because it seemed like for like the last eight years of Joe Smith's career he was on an expiring deal that was just tossed around in these trade fillers for picks or whatever. But to see the Browns do that and to give up – I mean, they got a second-round pick, not for this year, but for next year, um, along with, I think, a fourth-rounder. No, they gave up a 4th round. I think they picked up they picked a sixth-rounder. Oh, is it a 5th A sixth-rounder. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, you know, why? Like, did y'all not watch him play right. last year? Like, the dude was absolute trash. And the one thing you And hear, do you think that you have better players to build around him? Because right. – well, speaking of the Browns, I guess the thing that also surprised me, Kenny Britt. They signed him four years, $32 million. They let Terrell Pryor walk. And I'm like, first of all, this is a hometown kid. Well, not home, hometown in terms of college. He's from Pennsylvania originally. But, you know, he played in Columbus. When is the
1: last time Kenny Britt has done anything?
0: Well, I mean, last year. No.
1: <laughs> like... When he played at Fresno State <laughs> or whatever. Where well, you it? know, Kenny
0: Britt. Um,
1: um, it was a red and white college team. I think. Who was he with before the Rams? The Titans, the Titans.
0: right? The, he put up some numbers like a few years with the Titans, but he, then there was attitude issues and he had some problems going on with that where he wasn't very good um, and he was hurt and he had attitude problems. So, you know, he went to the Rams because he played for Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Um, we're going to get to that in a second about hiring guys that you played with um or work with yeah and so you know he goes to the rams last year was his best season in a long time and so he parlayed that into an eight million dollar a year deal you so say. good for him right I guess. speaking of hiring people that you know um so i'm a 49ers fan and um john lynch is the general manager kyle shanahan parlayed his success with the redskins right no that was sean McVeigh. uh with the falcons i'm sorry into a six-year deal with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I always hate, uh, what I shouldn't say, hate is a strong word, that I dislike when these coaches get these jobs is that they go and find everyone who ever worked for them who who's oh out of work God, co- and gives them a it. job, right? So he goes, he signs Pierre Garçon. Um, I think it's a, back, it's a front-loaded deal, I believe is what they were saying. Um, I think it's like a four-year deal, um, but I think the only like the first two years really matter. He's 30. In part because he knows the offense, and then he goes and he signs Brian Hoyer. Um,
1: <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Right. Um,
0: if you, I mean, the la- if you remember Brian Hoyer, he was last with the Bears, mm-hmm. I believe. I tore his shoulder or something like that. The year before that, he Take put on ones. one of the most horrendous playoff performances of all yes. time, um, allowing the Chiefs to basically cakewalk to the second round and win their first playoff game since. Nineteen ninety
1: four, yeah. I think. False hope season of what? Two thousand fifteen. Yep. Yeah. So, we
0: were good. so, oh, look, I understand. So, I think there's something, there's something noble, and there's a, a there's a notion of camaraderie. In hey, you get a new job, you want to put your boys on, right. and all that good stuff. But look, but listen, Kyle, Kyle, I understand you just got on, but that don't mean you need to give Brian Hoyer a job just because no. he was sitting at home like that. Like you could, look, Kaepernick is out there. We're gonna talk about him a little bit later. Uh, we have a, a question from one of the listeners about Kaepernick. Um, but just because Brian Hoyer was in need of a job and you worked with him for one year in Cleveland, it did not mean that you need to give him a call and say, hey, I got a job for you if you want it. Um, because he's not, he's, he's not, I'm going to say this. You guys hear me talk about the lack of quarterback play and how I don't necessarily think that it is that you need a great starter to win, but you need someone better than Brian Hoyer. I'm going to say that I I feel strongly enough and confident enough of saying you don't need Peyton Manning or Brady back there, but you do need someone a little bit better than Brian Hoyer. And I get it. The Niners are going to stink for at least the next two years, at least the next two years. And I want to say uh, Dan Snyder, he is the owner of the Washington Redskins. You are a national hero and a treasure, sir. Um, If you haven't heard the news, um, their quarterback, Kirk Cousins, who has just signed his franchise tender for twenty four million wants to be traded and he wants to go to the washington redskins
1: yeah shout out to uh so you getting that bread he wants to be traded from the washington
0: Well, what, what yeah wants to be traded yeah. from washington i think he said the only place he was signing a long-term deal is with the san francisco 49ers and the reports are that dan snyder refuses to trade kirk cousins because he does not want to help kyle shanahan i
1: you wait now one of them who got fired for the
0: Redskins. Their general manager, Scott McLuhan. The general manager. Yep, yes. yep. They claim he's an alcoholic. Which he had those issues prior to getting the job. Um, but they're saying that basically
1: that Well, that he his could just go has become offense coordinator for the Falcons. Who's that? Yeah, he could go... Uh, uh, what was his name? That's, that's disrespectful. disrespectful. Sarkeesian?
0: That's disrespectful. Yeah, Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's disrespectful. But <laughs> anyway, um, he has... Had Scott McLuhan has had bouts with alcoholism, and basically they are alleging anonymously, by the way, that his alcoholism—he's had—he's fallen off the wagon, that he's drinking a lot, that he's coming to the facility drunk or reeking of alcohol and things of that nature. So, so yeah. But again, Daniel Snyder, you are a saint. Um, you are a national hero. It's actually, a redskin. Wow. In my <laughs> in my eyes, for not <laughs> making that trade. Because here's the thing. Again, Kirk Cousins puts up numbers kirk cousins is not very good but kirk
1: cousins is a quarterback that can win your super bowl no but you just said you need a little bit better than brian hoyer i need a little bit
0: better than kirk cousins really yes kirk cousins puts up numbers
1: so here's the thing here's the thing this is what i especially when it comes to quarterbacks so kirk cousins if he had trent delfer's ravens could he win the super bowl It's debatable. In my <laughs> it's debatable. Like I had to think like about none it. None of my battles.
0: <laughs> that is true. You either think he won or he lost. Right. There, there really is no debate there. Well, Trent's the ghostwriter, so.
1: Hey, this is true. Hey.
0: Hilarious. But nah. But I mean, so while we're talking about quarterbacks, like
1: it's it's. Get that money, Kirk. I ain't Get, mad at Hey, you. you know what? I would never be mad at anybody hey, getting their bread. I'm not Spartan little Michigan State quarterback. When's the last time you seen a Michigan State quarterback out there getting
0: bread? You wanna play a Jeopardy music again? I know, right? <laughs>
1: Hold on. I was there thinking like, man, uh dang. I don't know. Drew Stanton ain't getting paid. Drew Stanton,
0: no. I don't know. Like Trent, you might want to look that up. Like yep. can you look up great Michigan State quarterbacks? I yes, feel like that's I an will, oxymoron. That it's probably just right, gonna come up Tom Izzo. <laughs> 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 but nah, but, but, you know, again, I'm never going to be mad at someone getting that money, but I think the thing with Kirk is, Kirk is going to, it's like, um, let's just say it's like Kevin Love when he was in Minnesota. Okay. Like, Kevin Love in Minnesota put up buckets. He was averaging 24 and 15 a year. Right. But his team was garbage. Right. Like, the team was not going anywhere. Okay. You could almost say he's kind of like Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. I was getting ready to say that, actually. Except, except the thing is, dang, Wow. Ex- yeah, yeah, I know that hurts for you to say <laughs> no except the fact that I think you could replace Kirk with an at uh, with this with the same skill level or worse and still get the same performance okay you take Russell off that team then it's like no of course not yeah. that team falls completely apart yeah but no nah, but you know I so speaking of quarterbacks who get paid who I'm not mad at getting paid Mike Glennon um three years 45
1: million 15 million a year 15 million Mike Glennon has not started a football game in
0: three years. I think 2014 was the last time he started a game. Ago? The Chicago Bears.
1: I know you. I like Glennon though. I mean, he's not bad. But, but, not but why good. do people say that? that? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing you kept hearing. So people, I watched Mike Glennon at NC State in college, and I thought, man, this guy might be really good, you know. And then he came to the league, and he was with the Buccaneers, and I was like, eh, give him some time. But they didn't give him time, and they went ahead and picked up Winston. And Winston's obviously noticeably noticeably better. 15 million a year but and that's the thing so here's a this is what cracks me up about Mike Glennon
0: and maybe it's the narrative behind it because you'll hear certain people the way they talk is that NC State wanted or they kicked Russell Wilson off the team and favor him that's not true like it's not true basically Russell Wilson wanted to play baseball and Tom O'Brien the head coach at the time said look we need someone who's going to be here dedicated full-time for football Russell Wilson wanted to play baseball so he left as a as a senior he was a graduate senior He went to Wisconsin. The rest is history. So, first of all, Mike Glennon did not take Russell Wilson's job. That's number one. Number two, they had a – Tampa Bay had a chance in the year they drafted Jameis Winston to make Mike Glennon the starter. They drafted Jameis Winston.
1: Right. If you feel like – Mind you, was Lovey Smith the coach that year? Mm, I think that –
0: well, no, I think he was. I feel like he was. See, now I got to look up. I feel like Lovey Smith's track
1: record with quarterbacks is not the greatest. I feel like he was still there, though, when Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler. Yeah, but
0: Cutler's not bad. I, I, uh, let's see. He was. Let's see, let's see. I'm looking this up now. I'm on Wikipedia. He became the head coach. He was. So he was the head coach w- during Jameis' rookie season. Okay. So they had a chance to look at it, tape and name him the starter. And they didn't do it. And that's the thing that cracks me up is Ricky goes, well, he's not that bad. That's what everybody is saying. But he couldn't be the starter. Like, that's what I'm saying. If he was that good,
1: he would and be And is the Winston starter? still on a rookie a contract? Option. Winston is still on a rookie contract. What did you say, Ricky?
0: He's going to go with the better option.
1: Right. Of course. So, so why is it that he's worth 15 minutes? Unless you have film of their practices – what have you seen? Nothing. Well, Eric Berry's not worth $70 million, but Oop. that's no hero there. Okay. All right. What did he say? It was just a blasphemous comment about <laughs> Eric, Eric Berry. Berry. Eric Berry's not worth $70 million, but that's no hero there. Anyways. so
2: um, I, This took me, like, way longer than it should
0: have. <laughs> He's been, Trent's been looking for a great Michigan State quarterback. Because there
2: aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, literally, like, it had a top ten list of, like, uh, top 10 Michigan State quarterbacks of all time. Like, I don't know half of them. I had to get to number six to see Tony Banks.
0: Tony, Tony Banks. Banks. That's a throwback. I had to
2: get uh, Tony Banks. Looks and the then let's, awesome. we go five with Brian Hoyer. Four with Jeff Smoker. Wow. He never yeah.
0: made it to the league. Uh,
2: then Drew Stanton at number three. Uh, two was... Earl M- Morales?
0: Do- so he was a part of the Dolphins that went undefeated back in the 70s. Uh, hey. And then
2: the hey. number one is Kirk Cousins.
0: Of course. Jeez. Wow.
2: All-time greatest Michigan State's quarterback. Number one, Kurt Cousins.
0: There aren't any. Yikes. But, but anyway, back to Glennon. Glennon, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were ready to make him the highest paid backup in the league at $8 million a year. Which um, is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous for a backup but quarterback. What
1: you guys don't understand is the backup quarterback, and I've been saying this all year. <laughs> I have been saying this all year, okay? <laughs> the backup quarterback, once you have your offense and your defensive line set, and a quarterback, of course, the backup quarterback is the second most important position on the football field. Absolutely. I've been saying it
0: all year. Absolutely. And you know what? If Mike, if Mike Glennon is going to be there for a game or two, then I'm with that, not for a whole
1: season. Bro, I remember when I found out Chase Daniels was making $4 million a year as a backup, and I was like, that is ridiculous. It's crazy. So you mean to tell me Glennon's getting eight? No.
0: And so here's the thing to understand about these quarterbacks. Like, I forget who I was listening to. It was Bill Barnwell. He was on with Bamani Jones. First of all, I, I pray to God that this is not true. He said that Kyle Shanahan views Kirk Cousins as Drew Brees-like. Let that statement wash over you, right? Like a diet Drew Brees, <laughs> right? He looks at Kirk Cousins as diet Drew Brees. I guess that's all the stats without any major wins. I don't know what that means.
1: Like, does he not understand that Drew Brees at Purdue was a monster? Right? Kirk Cousins was never no, a monster. Kirk Cousins at ran Michigan the State. <laughs> at Michigan State, like I feel like. Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Drew Brees. Like,
0: so here's the thing to understand. So, Kirk, I think, got 20 something million last year. He's getting 24 million this year. So, 44 million in two years, which is great for him. Legend at the bank. I ain't mad at you. Get your bread. Right? Antonio Brown has signed a deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think if he makes it to the the life of that contract, we'll pay him 68 million. Um, before that, he signed a deal that was, like, worth $41 million. So he's made, if he makes it to the end of that deal with the Steelers, he would have made a little bit over $110 million, right. right? Kirk Cousins has made 40% of that. In two years. In two years. The market for quarterbacks to get paid is unbelievable, and it's why I continually ask this question of what will the league look like after Breeze and Brady and Peyton Manning, who has retired, And Rodgers and these guys start to step off the scene. Who's going to be that next great charismatic quarterback to be the face of the league? And the thing is, the media will prop you up, right? You look at Andrew Luck. What has Andrew Luck accomplished? But yet he's considered in in part because he was the number one overall pick, right? He's considered to be the face, one of the new faces to lead the league into the next generation. Like these we talk about guys like um, Odell and Antonio and who's some other like outgoing personality.
1: And that's the thing is it's like there's not the outgoing personalities at quarterback in the the cities like New like like the Jets, you know, like they don't have a quarterback right now. Right. the Cowboys, like even Prescott is kind of reserved. You know, like to me, you don't have that Mike Vick that, you know, that that you know, Tyrod Taylor's at Buffalo, you know, and I don't even know that he's really that outgoing of a, you know but even Tyrod's had a national commercial. Really? Yeah, uh, the Toyota
0: joint. We're like they're in the parking That's lot, right. on the way to the game. Yep. Like this is cra- Like this, dang. Even Tyrod's had a national commercial. Wow, we'll really prop up anybody at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, it's no diss to Tyrod. It's not a diss to Tyrod, but I mean, it's just we'll prop you up if you're a quarterback. Miami, J- Jameis. City.
2: Jameis got those uh, Red Lobster commercials. Ooh, Jameis Winston. Got those red lobster
0: commercials. You a
1: fool, man. Stop you it. You a fool. I see what That's you did there. That's disrespectful, man. <laughs> I stop it. I see what you Perfect did there.
0: <laughs> you disrespectful. But no, nah, but like, again, like, we people get on Antonio Brown for posting those Facebook Live books or for, for these wide receivers and these cornerbacks having these outsized personalities. But here's the thing you people have to understand. And I heard Dion say this um, at the combine. They were talking about players and they were saying well these guys have a chance these first round guys have a chance to become instant millionaires and dion this was mike mayock who was saying this and dion stopped him right there and he said listen i need you to understand something that first contract you basically take all that money throw it up in in the air let a fan blow it around and whatever you hold on to you keep he's like that first contract you about to go get your mama house you about to go get you a nice car. You're taking care of friends and family. You're doing all of this stuff, right? And so that first contract, you're blowing it. He's like, it's the second contract that really set you up for life. And so if, you are, if you're not a quarterback, like you're not going to see that kind of bread. And so you have to be a little bit more outspoken. You have to have a little bit more of a personality because you're not, I get it. We look at these guys and we look at the size of their deals we're going. They should be set up generationally for life. It's not. It's not a thing. Like again, go watch um the documentary. Broke. Seventy percent of of athletes end up losing their bread, and they lose it. Sometimes it's their family. Um, sometimes it's friends. Sometimes the um
1: investors. Shout out to Trent Richardson. What? Trent Richardson. Like, remember the whole thing with his family? Nah. Trent, nah. Oh yeah, where he? Yeah, it was a big thing about Trent Richardson's family. Um. In regard, he was paying like sixteen or seventeen phone bills that he didn't even know about. Wow! Yeah, every month was just coming out of his accounts. like paying people's all kind of people's bills that were part of his family. Wow! I didn't yeah, I know that. Yep, I'll have to look it up right now, real quick. While you, uh, while you continue, you know, the, the piece of what you're talking about. Before but yeah, I man, like you look you. at
0: you look at. I did read a piece about Tyron Smith. Like him and his parents have had issues because he basically he said, look. When I get my bread, I promise you guys a house within this price range. And then they went and exceeded that. He's had issues with his family. Kobe Bryant, like him and his parents, don't get along. And he did a piece in the Players' Tribune where he said, what advice would you have given to your younger self now at the end of your career? And it was basically talking about you can't really trust those around you, especially family, because family, when you get that kind of bread, man, people like it or not, feel entitled, if you will, to that money. And sometimes it's your own, like, flat, like, the people who brought you into this world who feel because they took you to practice and they made these sacrifices that you should basically endlessly continue to just be an AT, open ATM to them. And so, yes, these guys make millions, but even someone like Kirk Cousins has to make sure that he budgets his money well. You guys know they don't get paid once the season ends. Like, they get paid for preseason 16 games, if you make the playoffs, you get some game checks up to the Super Bowl. But once that point is done, like, unless you have, like, a a roster bonus, workout bonus, like, they see no more bread. So they have to budget this money. Granted, I understand, guys, yes, it's millions of dollars, but you're giving people who have nothing millions of dollars. And let me tell you something. When I got a credit card for the first time, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I was like, yo. Was a $500 limit. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, we going to Real Lobster tonight. <laughs> we going to Applebee's tomorrow. And we going to Olive Garden for the for the trio, baby. Right. I mean, we about to live it up. Tour of you know it. <laughs> Italy in <this> a <laughs> small. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like <clears throat> real, like, when you, when you don't have something and you're giving something as small as a credit card, like, we wild out. And, I mean, like, to expect that these guys, again, who has everyone in their pockets. Right. Um... Who wants something from them, who feels like they're entitled or owes them something, that's first of all, that's a lot of pressure to deal with. It's a lot of pressure and it's just hard. I'm, more money, more problems, man. Right. I mean, I think that's notorious. B.I.G. put it best. More money, more problems. So, again, for quarterbacks, it's not as. I mean, look at Mike Glennon getting paid. Um, you look at uh, what Kirk Russell Cousins Kung. is getting. Who's that? Russell Okung from uh, Chargers at $53 million. That's not bad. That's not bad. Unless you can game the system. Shout out to Darrell Revis. Game the system. Like, Darrell is set up for life because he kept getting out of his deals and getting paid over and over again. So, again, man, like, these guys, it's not guaranteed. They can cut you at the drop of a dime, and all that money you thought you had could be gone. You know? So, again,
1: you know, cut these guys some slack. You got anything on January 2015 through October 2015, 10 months. His family and friends spent $1.6 million of his money. said that he um, looked at his bank statement and thought, where did this come from? He had paid for 11 Netflix accounts, 8 Hulu accounts, phone bills. They made purchases on Amazon, bottle services. He said, I don't get on the Internet much, and I don't drink. Then, he says, he even... Stopped paying for everyone except his immediate family. Even took his brother Terrell off payroll. He had been paying him a hundred grand a year to be a personal assistant. Hey, bro! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! The Netflix.
0: I got to lay hands on somebody for that Netflix. We can share the Netflix account. (laughs) Bruh, that's what
2: I'm saying. You can share the Netflix. Create your own sub account. Share the Netflix. Y'all all all good to go. Just make sure y'all ain't watching the same show so you don't skip ahead on the episode that you ain't even on yet. But it's levels to this thing, bruh.
0: Come on. Hey, man, I'm heated. Like Netflix and Hulu, y'all can share that. Why y'all got to have 11 Netflix accounts? Or I would be body slamming people. Just that Bernie Mac scene. What was that? Is that from Ocean's Eleven where he's just walking through and he's just backhanding people? I would just make them all line up. All of y'all, all 1,100 of y'all who got these Netflix and Hulu's accounts line up right now. I'm about to slap the taste out y'all mouth. Oh, my God. 1.6 million. And it's not like y'all, y'all didn't invest in no chicken business. Y'all didn't put my money in no stocks. Like y'all wasted my bread on Netflix and Hulu, bruh. And a hundred thousand to do what? What do you personal assistant, bro?
1: To do what? Cause you ain't <laughs> like you was big balling out here, true, Right. <laughs> like let me sign the next contract and then we can wild out. <laughs> right.
0: But see, but again, that's what that's what Dion was saying was like that first deal. Throw it up and it the- basically it's if you've been to Chuck E. Cheese and you go in that machine with the tickets and the machine is blowing all the tickets around and the little kids got to try to catch them oh, all. Yeah. That's basically what he said you do with that first contract. Cool, man. cool, cool. That's wild. But anyway, man, free agency has been wild. Um, local news: uh, The Chiefs just signed Benny Logan, defensive tackle, which pretty much means that is probably the end of the Dontari Poe. By the way, his brother, great movie just
1: came out a couple weeks ago. Ooh, Logan. <laughs> Just want to throw You're that hilarious. out there. Bars. Bars. Hilarious. Logan was a great
0: movie. The best comic book movie I've ever seen. Yes. Best comic book movie very, I've ever very seen. Very, very good. I won't really spoil it why. I'll wait maybe a month and tell you why I thought Logan was the best movie I've ever seen. But yeah. Yeah. But anyway, man, hopefully your team. Oh, one last thing for agency. Shout out to the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Patriots leveling up on cats out here, man. Like, I mean, getting... um. Stefan Gilmore from Buffalo um, getting Brandon Cooks mm-hmm. um, trading for Dwayne Allen mm-hmm. like yo like man like I mean they might go back to back because I think for me I feel like they're making it offensively trying to make it as easy on Brady as possible especially if you don't know what's going to happen at some point Father Time knocks on the door and says this is it and if next year if it finds out that this is it for Brady and they got to go to Garoppolo if they keep him. Then he, they're setting him up with enough weapons. Gronk's going to be back. You have Dwayne Allen at tight end. Going to have Brandon Cooks and all your other stable wide receivers minus uh, the uh, Martellus Bennett. They got to get a running back because I don't think uh, uh, LeGarrette's coming yeah. back. Yeah. But, I mean, that's all they're missing. And it's a deep drive for running backs. It is very deep. This drive. is just
2: the screw you, Roger, tour part two. That's all it is. Maybe. That's all it is.
1: They just make the right moves. I mean, and yep. look who's in their division. Touche, <laughs> touche. <Touché>. Funny. <laughs>
0: real quick, although, so real quick, combine because we we're going to talk combine too. Um, who are I'm going to? So I'm going to steal one of your guys because I'm, yeah, I'm claiming it. guys. Yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara is going to be my guy uh, from the draft. He blew up at the combine, had a great performance. I was already on the on the bandwagon. I'm now leading the band. I'm driving that bus. I think Alvin Kamara is going to be great. Another running back I think is going to be really good who did not perform at the combine, Elijah Hood, running back from North Carolina. Okay. I think he's going to be he's going to be a bruiser type.
1: Mm. Um, but he's also got some speed. That's how I felt about Samaje Perine. Is that how you pronounce yep, his name? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he surprised me with his 40 time. Um, and he's already kind of a bigger type dude. Joe Mixon didn't perform at the combine. He wasn't invited. Um, very possible that he could catch a, you know, a Tyreek Hill type, you know, team, pick him up and put up some numbers. So, so the comp that I saw for Le'Veon, I mean for, for Joe Mixon,
0: Le'Veon Bell. Whew. Yeah, it's always two, a good comparison. Two twenty, I think he he weighed in at two twenty eight, ran a four Um and I went to Twitter because I couldn't remember there's a guy I follow on Twitter who does draft stuff for Bleach Report. Who I saw tweeted out first. And so I just did like a Twitter search. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out here comparing the dude to Le'Veon Bell. Gosh. In fact, the cat from Oklahoma, his freshman year, who was like, I see Le'Veon Bell in this guy. He can from man,
1: I mean, I've seen he can catch the ball very, very well. Yeah. He's very shifty. Yeah, I could, I mean, I could see, I could see that.
0: Also, another reason why we're doing this now, another guy that I so I, if you listen to the show, you know I like Deshaun Kaiser. Um, I still think he'll be the best quarterback from the draft. He, he did not perform great at the combine footwork issues, accuracy issues. But I think those can be fixed. But the other name, this is why you should listen to the show. This is why you should listen to me sometimes. Patrick Mahomes from mm. Texas Tech is climbing up the draft boards. They're talking about second round, maybe late first round pick for Patrick Mahomes if everything goes well for him i really like that guy he can he can sling it to use you know nfl vernacular or no he can spin it i'm sorry he can spin it um and he has a future at the national football league but you know uh that's a guy i really like i think if he ends up on your team watch out for him i think in a few years he is going to be nice
1: that's how i feel about brad kaya even though i refuse to give any good watch yourself um now that he's not technically a player for the Miami Hurricanes anymore, I can say semi-nice things about him. <laughs> but he didn't have the greatest pro day either. But I think that, you know, fourth, fifth round, like he, he was projected, I think, a second or a third, even going mid, mid-season mid in college football. I think that he's good. And I don't know the name of the tight end that plays for uh, Miami either, but apparently he was he's a pretty uh, – Choke? 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 Something like that.
0: Watch you. I know it's a of African descent because I think yeah. it's like NJOK.
1: Yeah. Ricky, you're like a Miami guy. My sole purpose of bringing him here was to put him on the spot. Right. I mean, you're like Sorry. the
0: Miami. You're <laughs> Mr. Mike. What the? Hey,
1: dog. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, cut his mic, Trent. He can't talk no more, You need man. to cut Come it. Out Get out of here. My time's expiring. All right. So
0: let me see. Anything else in free agency? Martellus Bennett. Signed with, uh, with the Packers.
1: Also picked up Lance Kendricks. So I don't know if they're going for a little Dwayne Allen Gronkowski type thing. Like to say, hey, we see your two tight ends and we raise you one. I don't know.
0: Also, the Patriots got Coney Ealy. Like, they really trying to level up on the league. Yeah. Huh? But anyway, so that's our free agent coverage, man. Tell us what you think. What did we, did we miss anybody important to you or your team? Hit us up, man. Let us know what you think. Um, you can hashtag Brains and Bars on facebook or twitter or in the soundcloud comments let us know what you think uh so that's the end of this segment we ran like really longer than we really wanted to because i get okay. us off track all the time so yeah, my apologies. yeah so um coming up next what's the second song up next so next up from um the homies sauce remix they call me sauce from his new project soul food three is cooking for black women featuring donnie sanders listen to it's a black and white thing
3: love love no slave owners in my Hall of Fame. White tears keep falling. I'm like, look at all this rain. Umbrellas on deck. Raincoats unashamed. You ain't walked in her shoes. You could never feel her pain. I'ma rap about what I want, even though they say I can't. And I put that on black women because they my patron saints. Got them hanging on my wall like a Warren Styles Harvey. That's that Kansas City art. You don't know about yeah,
0: all right, and we're back. Once again, that was the homie, They Call Me Sauce. Um, if you go to Bandcamp and do a search for They Call Me Sauce, I need to do that before the show is out and give his actual Bandcamp. Or if Trent, if you could look that up for me, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank hey. you, sir. Um, that was Cooking for Black Women featuring Donnie Sanders from the homie They Call Me Sauce. Shout out to Anthem Entertainment, Re-Hicks. Donnie Sanders. Yep, shout out to Amp Entertainment's own Donnie Sanders. All right, so last segment for the show, or actually, yeah, kind of last segment, um, we have uh, NBA, or not, well, basketball. Period. Um, yeah, basketball in general. Um, more college. So the tournament, seeds were announced. Yep. Brackets came out. Um, any, what are your initial thoughts on who could win it all?
1: Initial thoughts on who could win it all. Because you've already filled out one bracket. I filled out one bracket. I picked Arizona to win it all. Here's the reason why. For some reason, my sleeping patterns have been off the last couple of weeks. Okay. And I've been staying up late. Okay. And when you stay up late, the only thing there is to watch on TV is Pac-12 basketball. <laughs> so, I watched Arizona play like three games this <laughs> this past week. And I was like, Dang. There's a seven-foot dude that plays for him that shoots like Dirk. There's, Laurie like, their Markman, guards are, like, nice. so Trier. Yeah, I'm just like, holy, well, how have I been sleeping on them all year? And I, I was a big UCLA. Like, I thought UCLA was, like, the cream of the crop in the Pac-12, you know. And I saw what Arizona did to them. And then, they, I mean, obviously, Oregon uh, lost one of their players with season-ending in, in, injury uh, the day before the uh, championship game. But, yeah, like, I was very impressed with Arizona. Um, I think t- – I think your teams like Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, Arizona. I mean, they all they all can win it every year. It's just about matchups. And um, you made the point that you thought Kansas should definitely make it to the Final Four. That is it more of a cakewalk. It is um, absolutely a cakewalk. I I could see that. I do think I do think regardless of what you say, you have to face Tom Izzo in the second round. Bad team or not, you're playing Tom Izzo in, in March. You know. It's one of those guys. Syracuse made it to the final four last year, right? Yeah. Um, ten seed? Twelve? Ten seed. Right? No, eleven seed 11th because
0: seed? they had they were in the play in game. Play in game. In Virginia, which god, that offense is god awful. Oh, yeah. Fifty uh, three
1: forty three, when nothing scored against North Carolina. God it was awful. So bad.
0: Man, it was so bad. Like how they win twenty games. Anyway,
1: continue. Yeah. And so I mean, Bayheim in the in March, you know, it's just like the, those teams like that, you never know. So, with Bill Self's coaching record in, in, the, in the tournament, I don't think it's very good for what he's had every year. Um, I guess it kind of just depends on, you know, um, on what KU does. But um, when I looked at it at first glance, uh, a couple matchups that caught my eye, I think it's East Tennessee State against Florida in the first week. Um, Florida just lost to Vanderbilt, and Florida's just been very, very Jekyll and Hyde. Um He's been very very Jekyll and Hyde, and I could just totally see um totally see them losing first round game um and then uh I like louisville I like Louisville coming out of Kansas's region, and other than that that's about it. Hold on, What are you trying to say? Yeah, back? Trent. What's the secret you're trying to give us? <sighs> so
2: I was trying to be inconspicuous and just send you the link to uh, Sauce's
0: Bandcamp. Oh, gotcha. they called me. Oh, sauce. like it just showed up. Like I was like, "What are we talking about?" Oh, okay. they called me Sauce at Bandcamp. That yeah, right? that's what was happening. But, they called me Sauce, but there was a
2: lot of hand movements and got. Yeah, people I was like, "Wait, what?" Confused, what? it happened. You know, I'll. You know what? I'll do a better job of my silent producer next time. No, I'm you are straight. Sure you that. straight. I should have just been patient.
1: But anyway. Uh, um, yeah, but I haven't gonna, got to look at it in depth yet. I did like the jokes about uh, Vanderbilt playing purple Vanderbilt. <laughs> they play Northwestern in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs>
0: that is funny.
1: So my initial thoughts
0: is how does North Carolina continue to get screwed every year by getting the bracket of death? Um, yeah. They had the bracket. I was going through my time hop. They had a ridiculous bracket last year yep. with which they keep trying to pick Kentucky against Carolina. Um. They tried to but do But Nova it. got Duke. That was kind of. Yeah, but, you know. But Nova had. So here's the thing. They, so I saw this. I was reading kind of a recap of the brackets, and it talked about how I think Nova has the hardest two, three, and four uh, teams in their, like, seeds in their league. Mm-hmm. North Carolina has number one with Kentucky, with UCLA, and then Butler, which Butler, you might not think a lot of them, but they beat Nova twice. Um, oh. They're a good team. You know, and so Ku. I mean, they have nobodies. They have nobodies in there. In and that, and it's no disrespect because again, all it takes is one bad game, um, and and you're done. But I'm trying to think. I can't get find it. Like now, I can't find a bracket. Like it's really pissing me off. Yeah, I've been looking I, at.
2: I, I have a bracket. Which one you want to look at? Ku's bracket. Yeah,
0: I want to see who are the two, three, and fours in their bracket. Uh,
2: and in Ku. One second. Shoot, do, 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 do. This is an app, so
1: it's gonna take a minute.
2: Okay, so two is uh Kentucky in Ku's bracket. In no, Ku Ku
1: is Ku yes. Louisville. Um, I'm sorry, Purdue no
2: in Oregon in Oregon. Oregon, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, How you got the schedule, and you give me the wrong information.
2: It it's, I scrolled too far, you know. Saying <laughs> that happens, <laughs> but uh, yeah.
0: So you said Louisville,
2: Louisville. Oregon. Uh, Oregon
0: just lost their center for the season. K, KU, yeah.
2: number
0: one, in Purdue. And Purdue, who I do not trust. Yeah. I don't trust them at all. And, again, like I said, if KU, although a KU Iowa State Sweet 16 in Kansas City would be bonkers. You mean in
1: Hilton South? Well, they like to call it, what, Lawrence East? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. When, when, when they come to Kansas They've City. They've won, what, three of the last four Big 12 championships in Kansas City? Right. Iowa State, right?
0: So I mean, that's, that that yeah. would be wild if they were actually to make it. Iowa yeah.
2: it I don't know. I, Iowa State does make me nervous because when they do get hot from three, like they, it's crazy. But, but this, I think it's the year that KU did go to the national championship game. This same type of scenario happened. KU went out early on the uh, in the Big Twelve tournament. Um, Iowa State won the Big Twelve tournament. And then Iowa State got to the tournament and lost the first round, and then KU went to the national championship. So if that happens again this, this year, I wouldn't be mad at that. So go ahead.
0: But, I'll yeah, try. so, again, I, I, don't, <laughs> I haven't picked the field out my bracket yet. I will say this, if you're filling out a bracket, look at teams who have really good ball handlers. I won't just say guard play. Guard play is really important. But if you have a team, the reason Duke is so dangerous is because they have, they don't have a point guard but they have at least three or four guys who can handle the ball for him Frank Jackson, Luke Kennard, um Jason Tatum and Grayson Allen. I almost forgot about Grayson Allen. They have four, they have three and four ball handlers they can spread the floor and then hurt you that way. Yes sir. Do you
2: do you uh for some reason I think Michigan just has some type of magic on them right now. Am I alone in that and that assumption and think that they could mess around and do something?
1: I ha- I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean they obviously like had a feel good story for the tournament. I think that's about where it runs out. I I do have them winning the opening game, but I don't know that I have them advancing past the second round. I think Rhode Island has more of a chance. Ooh, okay. With okay. a little bit of the momentum that they've had, coming from a from a, a double digit seed and and in traveling into maybe the Sweet Sixteen or something like that, Rhode Island has impressed me.
0: Yeah, I don't believe in Louisville. Um, I'm trying to think what other high seeds I'm not too fond of um uh, Trying. i mean florida like you said florida i'm not yeah. too high on uh, west virginia just because they flamed out last year and i feel like they had
1: a better team you know so i mean we'll yeah, west s- virginia is just one of those teams that i mean they're kind of a gimmick i don't say gimmick but they're kind of like you said once you get a team that handles the ball well and you, yeah if and th- and you want to talk about putrid offenses. That's yeah. another
0: team with a bad, bad Bro, offense.
1: 13 points in the second, 16 points in the first half of the game against K-State. Terrible. Oh, I mean, man. just awful. So,
0: yeah, I mean, hit us up. Let us know your thoughts. We'll talk about LeVar Ball and Lonzo Ball next week. We yeah. have that, but we're running late on time. So I want to get to this last segment with some questions from our viewer or viewers, from our listeners. So last song up. I can't remember because I just closed out my band camp by accident. Honey mustard. Honey mustard. Hey. They call me sauce. And I don't even eat condiments. <laughs> honey mustard by the homie they call me sauce listen to it's a black and white thing with A1 the homie Ricky Trent and A1 Look.
3: At school, I had my Muhammad Ali on my fubu. I thought I was poppin'. poppin'. Fat Alba, Harlem Globetrotter. Fresh air ones, all white to the bottoms. Everybody know that the toes get creased up. Stay flowin', my jeans eyes creased up. First at school, hittin' honeys with the mustard. Smellin' like jupe, plottin' on a come up. Like I'm a ball this summer. Remember the quins and the Moors now. Used to pull up to Wanda, so gorgeous. Candy paint, three were mo. Go to the and ain't even know that you can lose your soul for it all I almost got lost but I'm better now.
0: and that was honey mustard from the homie they Call me sauce you can check him out at theycallmesauce.bandcamp.com. call to copy his new record soul food 3 we're closing out the show with some questions from listeners we tweet we facebook on facebook said yo um, we want some questions what do y'all think and they hit us up so first one was from jack cunningham he asked do you think do you do y'all think brandon cooks is going to be traded to the eagles or the titans how about neither um (laughs) how about we wish (laughs) (laughs) he went to go play with the the greatest quarterback of all time and jimmy garoppolo (laughs) yeah that's hilarious um. second question this is for A. specifically are you ever tired of being wrong when it comes to the Patriots this is from Jake Bransky.
1: Brzezanski yeah Brzezanski Jake, my apologies. Um. Jake am I ever tired about so here's the thing that you're referring to I wasn't wrong about the Patriots I picked the Patriots to win if you listen to the podcast yeah true true and I wasn't wrong with what I said about the Patriots after the Super Bowl the Patriots, to me, didn't win the Super Bowl. The Falcons lost the Super Bowl. And I to that. feel like the Falcons did more to lose that game in the second half than the Patriots did to win that game. So to, ask, to answer your uh, question, um, uh, no, I'll never get tired about being right because I was right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even come back and beat the Browns
0: by 25 points.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like you—you. You, it's hard to come back and beat any NFL team. Like it's not that big league. That's how big of a tragedy I think it was, for the Falcon. Poor Falcons. Poor Falcons. Yeah. Managers right. on the sideline with his. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Oh my lord.
0: Poor Bow. Hey, he was tweeting up a storm, and then he was looking real sad come the fourth quarter. All right. This next one is from my my good friend Henry Woody. He goes to church with me. He says, "Is it okay for white folks to cheer?" While watching Get Out, have you seen Get Out? I have
1: seen it. I mean, you're the only white guy here. I have not seen Get Out, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a feeling that that's what I'm about to be told to do. <laughs> you know what? You should go see. You should go
0: see Get Out <laughs> just because it's a good movie. Despite all the kind of the social commentary that happens throughout the movie, mm-hmm. it's just a good movie. Take the social commentary out. It's a. Good have you movie. seen it, Trent?
2: I have not seen it because my wife uh, is uh, deaf. She cannot do scary movies of any kind. It's, it's like not sh- scary. Listen, she couldn't even watch Inception because of the mind. Because it was because it was freaking her out because of the mind stuff. Like, listen, I understand. I, I I listen. Don't don't worry about. It. That's why we go to uh, couples of treats. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I I know a guy who you know I talked to. Jordan Peel and he said he was going to email me the movie. So I'll probably watch it. Uh,
1: wow. So basically, this podcast is not going to make it because <laughs> Trent's computer already has a virus on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to watch bootleg <laughs> movies.
2: No, it's straight from Jordan. It's straight from Mr. Peel himself. That's oh, what. he
1: recorded it on his phone? Yeah, he's going to send it straight okay. to Just me. Just
0: make sure before the police come in to confiscate your computer <laughs> yeah. that you send me this episode so I can get it uploaded. Please. That's all yeah. I'm asking. We'll do. I've we'll seen do. it three times. Oh, wow. Really?
1: Okay, let's. How many times did you spend? You Good. know what? Never mind. Chill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, a sensitive subject. <laughs> so
1: here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will ask
0: for those who are white who have seen the movie. What do you think? What do you think? W- at the very end of the movie, when the police show up, that's all I'm asking. No, don't spoil it for me. That's man. not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. Okay. What What are your thoughts if you've seen the movie? Hit us up. What are your thoughts at the very end when the police show up? That's all I want to know. Because that, I, I to me, you can cheer independent, you can cheer in any movie. Like, I don't, I understand that this movie is talking about race in ways that most movies don't, right? But, I mean, you can cheer and do whatever you want. Like, when we were in the movie theater, it was packed out. Nobody was cheering. Everybody was just kind of watching, you know, kind of seeing how this thing is going to play out. But, um, but nah, I would like to get, like, because I know what I thought when the police showed up. So, that's all I'll say about that. If, um, you, could, if you can cheer at Django, then you can cheer at Get Out. Sex. I fell asleep I mean, on Django. Alternative facts. I fell asleep on Django. I did not think it was very good. Really? It was snoozing. It huh. was a well, great You movie.
2: can find your way out my house, sir. <laughs> Get
0: out. <laughs> all right. Last question. This is from Justice J. What are your thoughts on Colin Kaepernick? I feel he started something he didn't think all the mm-hmm. way through. So this is, I say this one for last because this is the one that's going to take the longest to answer for me. The re- so when we got the news that broke about Colin Kaepernick saying he was going to stand for the National Anthem, the first thing I tweeted out to the guys was a picture of that, that particular bit of news, and I said, a.k.a. I'm trying to get a job. Um, and I didn't mean that to, in a derogatory manner. I meant that in... Hey, I would like to get. I want to get a job, and so in order for me, I know understand that this causes some of you problems, and so I'm letting you know upfront that I'm willing to stand so that I can get, you know, get get some bread, right? Uh, because I, honestly, Colin Kaepernick um, in the NFL does more for accomplished than Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL. Also, the money because he's putting up his own bread, him continuing to have a job in the league allows him to be able to use his money to fund the program. And the things that he wants to do, um, I find it interesting that those who were upset with him, that wanted him to stand, are now upset with him because he's standing, like he's doing what you wanted. Um, those who were with him, who maybe were like, "Well, I'm not down with the kneeling," but I understand understand his right to do so, are upset that he's standing up. Sometimes things change. Like you want to choke your coworker every day, right? We all make sacrifices. You want to slap the living piss out of your boss every day. But you know why you don't do that? Because if you do that, one, you're going to go to jail and it's going to hinder your ability to get a job. We all make sacrifices to, so that we can live the, affor- live the lifestyle that we want to live. Colin Kaepernick is changing his mind because it helps his visibility, which helps him do the things that he wants to do. Ultimately, the question for anyone who was critical of him at this point is where do you stand at the cause? Because that's the root. The thing we do in politics, the thing that I've I've watched politics more than I've ever done before, and the thing that pisses me off about politics is no one wants to deal with the root of issues. We want to deal about. It's all about pivoting, right? That's pivot, <laughs> pivot. It's all about pivoting pivot. to something else. Sorry, this is a smart
1: friends. Yeah, this is a serious topic.
0: You know, it's all about pivoting to something else. So when you bring up something, if you bring up something that you don't like about Trump, then that Republican goes, "Yeah, but Obama did. Yeah, okay, but we're not talking about Obama. We're talking about." this issue, or vice versa. If you bring up something that a a liberal or or Democrat has done, then it's, well, the Republicans, no, let's deal with the issue at hand. Let's not pivot to some other completely random topic. So that would be my question to anyone who is upset at Colin at standing at this point. Where do you stand on his cause and what he's fighting for? Because then that'll ultimately expose your own heart on certain things, and whether that be right or wrong. So again, he. He did think it all the way through. He made his stand. It was the defining social cause, social movement of last year. Uh, People did it all over the country from high school to Little League um, to the pros. Like, he made an impact in a way that, and this is nothing against Black Lives Matter. I think Black Lives Matter has done a lot, but I feel like Colin has done more in that time than they have. That's my own opinion. You You can feel free to disagree with me on that. Like, I'm cool with that, right? But again... He did something that was very impactful, and now because he, again, his ability to, even be a backup quarterback in the league will do more for his cause than not being in the league. That being said, I do wonder if he's going to be blackballed. Because again, we talked about Mike Glennon, we talked about Brian Hoyer, we talked about Jay Cutler. I don't think he's a worse quarterback than any of those guys. And more than likely, all of those guys will have jobs. So if he's not worse than those guys and there aren't 32 quality, good level starting quarterback positions in the league right now, like opening day, there are going to be maybe 10 to 15 guys that I could feel comfortable saying that given the right circumstances, they might be able to win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which means the other half of the league doesn't have that. If he's not a backup somewhere, then basically teams are saying we don't want it. Right. And that's their prerogative. Right. Like I'm not saying that to shame them. But it is for shame in a, in a sense that they won't give the guy a job in, in part because of his politics. And there have been anonymous cowards, GMs, who have said he's an embarrassment to football and all these other negative things about him that have nothing to do with his ability to play the game. You're cowards. Put your name to it if you feel that strongly about it. I'm willing to put my name on calling you a coward because I feel that strongly about it. So that's just me. But now that's what way to think about it, man. So hit me yeah. up. You can tell me what you think. Um, I think it was a stand-up thing to do. <laughs> Thank you, you in the ch- in in a Chandler fashion. Yeah, adding a bit of levity to an
1: uncomfortable situation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but all right, um, we thank y'all for listening to uh, this week's show. Hit us up on anything that we discussed. Let us know what you think. Um, for myself, for Ricky, for Trent. Um, I'm gonna let you get your plug in for A Ward. I am A dot com. Go to Twitter.com or go to Twitter, Facebook, search at Brains and Bars. You can listen to this at, on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, backslash Brains and Bars, Amped Entertainment.net.
2: Trent? Uh, yeah, as always, make sure y'all check out the Music Microwave Podcast, MMP. Uh, I, was, I have a new one up. I was sick, but uh, um, it's going to be coming up out real soon. Also, make sure you check out uh, uh, Clear Ear Media. Dot com for all your AV needs and also want to uh, give a big shout out to the homie uh, dub jr he actually dropped a project uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um I've heard this I heard this project a long time ago and I will say with 100% confidence like his best project so far like this mug is r- amazing and I I speak highly of it and I stand behind it and if that means anything to you go check it out it's on iTunes uh, Spotify all of those places go support the Homie Dub Jr go do that
0: also they call me sauce.bandcamp.com to go cop Soulful 3 if you like what you heard it's a dedication to black women also, Cortez Marcel this Friday over Moons. Shout out to him.
1: Also, A. Ward South by Southwest all week. Yeah, Friday night, right? Hey, Actually, Thursday and Saturday. So, so Thursday and Saturday, you'll be performing? Yep. So Thursday,
0: if you're in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest, check out A. Ward with the Die Daily team. They'll be performing a couple of times down there. I wish I could go. Man, I promise. Like, I think next year, my wife wants to go. So I think hey, we I go. might not be there, but I'll be in South by Southwest next year. Man's. Um so. that's what I was telling I was like it's not cheap to get into these things like I was like hey war was giving me a wristband to yeah. get around I don't know how you was going to get around <laughs> but I know how I was going to get around Hilarious <laughs> But um but nah. shout out safe travels to you man um good thanks, luck bro. Ricky thanks for being here Trent thank you again as always thanks for um until next time it's been a black and white thing I'll y'all next week Deuces